the final tonight. And the best team in baseball wins it all in 2018. Watchman into the right field. Down the line. A fair ball. Adley will turn first. Head for second. He's going to turn second. Go for third. Watchman into third base standing. An extra base hit. His first hit in the major leagues. Welcome to the... Yet another episode of Beyond the Ballpark, closing in on season one's ending. Could be, uh, could be approaching season two sooner or later. Uh, we're not bringing you the rookies episode today. Uh, we're bringing you something a little bit different. We decided to postpone the NL rookies. We promise that we'll get that one out next week. Uh, but we had a very Brendan had a very interesting idea. We came up with a bunch of ten what ifs in baseball, and trust me, these will change. These would have changed the game if, you know, these things happened. So, you know, this is going to be a very interesting episode. And Brendan had a great idea. So uh, if you like this, please download it. More downloads, the more we, you know, know that you like it. So if you like this, then hit the download button. So, like I said, more downloads, better karma, better, like, you know, shows how much you guys like this stuff. Um, So, yeah, I think without further ado, let's get into it. So, Brendan, I think you got to start us off, I think, with a very important one here. Yeah. The first mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. talking about Fernando Tatis. What mm-hmm. if Tatis stayed in, in Chicago? Because if you don't know, he was a White Sox when he mm-hmm. first got drafted. Mm-hmm. It would be a big game changer if he stayed there. It would be. It would very much be. Uh, Fernando Tatis was drafted by the White Sox. Um, he was eligible for being drafted. And... Uh, yeah, he was in the James Shields trade. Um, the White Sox got James Shields, and then the Padres got Fernando Tatis. Um, so that would have basically like changed, you know, the, the game of baseball. As if you didn't know, Tatis was drafted as a third baseman. He was not drafted as a shortstop. I know a lot of guys they go from like being like shortstops to second or third baseman, but that wasn't Tatis's case. He was drafted as a uh, third baseman and he shifted to shortstop. So I don't, it would have been weird. It would have it's he still would have been in pinstripes, but black and white pinstripes would have been very very weird. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I really don't know how to describe this Tatis and for the White Sox. Um, probably would have stayed at third base to be honest. Uh, I know Tim Anderson. They'd probably have him, um, and so yeah, the, the trade was 
Padres traded James Shields in cash to the White Sox for Eric Johnson and Fernando Tatis Jr. So I think Tatis would have stuck at third. Um, I don't think there's any doubt of that. I think, uh, and I think he would have been like partners with Tim Anderson. So that's my thought. Um, Brendan, where do you think this could have gone? I mean, like Tatis in White Sox uniform just sounds weird. Yeah, I mean, this could be huge to the White Sox. For a team as good as the White Sox, as they are, I mean, I could see them winning the World Series with Tatis. Because this guy, you can really kind of build your entire offense off this guy. And that's kind of mm-hmm. what the Padres are doing. And so the Padres would not be good because they don't have Tatis as kind of that, like, main star. But the the White Sox, could, really, I think they could really make a run for it and probably win it. Because they, they have a chance of winning the World Series now with Tatis. Yeah, they could easily. I think they could easily take it. Yeah, I definitely think so too. Um, another one that Brendan has on his list—it's about Bryce Harper. Brendan, uh, please share. Yeah. So, what if Harper stayed with the Nats? Because obviously Harper left. He went to the Phillies, and then the Nats won the World Series. So, what if he stayed with the Nationals for the World Series? Yeah, that's that's a big that's a big deal breaker. I mean, this would probably be the the Nationals sign, re-sign Bryce Harper. Um, you know, they kind of just, they kind of just let him go. Didn't really have much to do. Um, and, you know, Harper being 28 years old, he was the number one overall pick, uh, in his day. Uh, he's having a, he had a great 2019. He could have been a big part of the, uh, the offense. So, like, so on March 2nd, 2019, Philly signed Bryce Harper, um, and then, of course, Adam Eaton was uh, was traded to the Nationals um, from the White Sox. I forget who was in that trade because um, I don't know where Adam Eaton is right now. I know he was let go by the, the Angels, but I imagine Adam Eaton would not have been brought in. I imagine it would have been Juan Soto, Victor Robles, and Bryce Harper in the outfield. That is a pretty darn good outfield. I mean, like, Juan Soto is just a beast. Uh, Victor Robles, a fantastic outfielder. And a good guy to plug in like the bottom half of the lineup, and then Bryce Harper being like your cleanup. That's that's scary. I don't want to see that. Bryce Harper would have gotten a World Series ring. He like truly would have made this team like truly would have solidified this team, not just like kind of like the the underdogs every time. I mean, yeah, that that Soto Harper one two punch could be would be fatal for any defense or any pitching because that that is like two of the best bats in the National League right there in your lineup. That could be disgusting, and even if they um, when they bring in Schwarber, that those three guys could absolutely mash, and that would definitely help them a lot. And I feel like they could they could make a run for another one if they had still had Harper. Um, they definitely could have won the one that they did still, and they could make it another one if they still had Harper. Yeah, maybe there's there could have been a chance, but of course Harper is no longer um, on the Nationals, so. I think this is an obvious one. There's this is kind of an elephant in the room type thing. What if Mike Trout was drafted number one overall? Now you're looking at, you know, with our scenario, you're looking at Harper getting re-signed, Trout being in in Nationals red, not Philly or uh, Angel, and Juan Soto. That is incredibly deadly. Those are some of the best outfielders in the game, and. Uh, in probably some people's eyes, some of the best we've ever seen. Like, 
those that would be a phenomenal, you know, combo. Of course, Steven Strasburg was drafted by the Nationals, number one overall in that year. Um, so it, that that truly would have been different, like no Strasburg. Um, but Mike Trout in the Nationals outfield, that would be crazy. That that just kind of like makes you just think like how, like how could that could have happened? Like it just seems so weird. Like you know, Mike Trout is obviously like the face of baseball, and he's the face of the Angels, and he. If he was taken by the Nationals, really could have gone anywhere. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that outfield would be the best and one of the best outfields we've seen in baseball history. I mean, that Mike Trout, Harper, Soto, that could that, those bats and those that that defense, ooh, it could be good. It, they they would be good because that would just be so good. And, even though they wouldn't have Strasburg for the pitching, but I think they'll take Mike Chad and A over Strasburg. Yeah, especially since Strasburg has had to deal with the injuries like the past two seasons. And I know Trout's injured right now, but, you know, Mike Trout's Mike Trout. I would probably take Mike Trout over Steven Strasburg any day, even if my pitching was struggling. Uh, I think there are probably some better pitchers available right now. Not that Strasburg is not good. It's just the health issues. Anyway. Uh, we got another one. Uh, so the Marlins. This is about the Marlins, and this is probably another one that baseball fans know about. What if the Marlins never traded their stars? That would absolutely change the face of the Marlins. You have Christian Yelich, uh, Didi Gregorius. You have JT Realmuto, John Carlos Stanton. There are a ton of players that were former Marlins in their prime, it would have helped the Marlins out today, considering the core of pitching that the Marlins have right now, like that young core of Mar- Marlins pitching, it's insane. Like, Marlins have so much pitching in the farm system that's ready to be up in the major leagues. It's They have such talent. They have such talent in the pitching department. And, you know, you get some really good offensive bats. Christian Yelich and John Carlos Sand can have some absolute nukes. This really would have changed the outcome of the Marlins, you know, franchise. They could have stolen a World Series. They could have – there are a lot of things that they could have done. But, of course, they traded the Stars. So, it would have been such a different-looking team. Yeah, this team – this team with all those players, you know, like John Carlos, your cleanup bat, and, like, guys – all those four – all those four guys being of starting your um, lineup, that could be so good. I mean – we saw in 2020 that they made the playoffs. If they had those guys in there, they they could have been a lot farther. And don't forget, Jesus Aguilar is still on the team. Mm-hmm. To, to, he's still on that team. So to have him there, too, that would help a ton. I mean, I feel like they could definitely make a better run. They could make a better run in 2020. Yeah, definitely. Uh, next up, there's the Indians. This is about the Cleveland Indians. What if they won? 2016 World Series. Now, we all know that they lost a 3-1 lead to the Cubs. The Cubs broke the Billy Goat curse. But, what if the Indians were able to take one of those, one of the games, and win the World Series? That, that'd be much different. The Cubs would look be a lot different. Probably would have traded their stars a little bit faster. They probably, I don't know, the Indians would have tried to kind of change the Indians' look. You know, this is big. That, the, if the Indians won the 2016 World Series, the Cubs and the Indians would be so much different. And, you know, 
the look of their franchises right now, that could really change some stuff if the Indians didn't give up a huge lead in uh, the 2016 World Series. Yeah, I mean, if they if they lost that, the Cubs, I mean, I don't think it'd be a while until they win again because in 2017, the next year, you had the Astros cheating and Dodgers. I don't think they couldn't beat the cheating Astros. I don't think so. I mean, yeah. that, that team was stacked. I don't, I don't think they could beat the Astros. And that team was, that was, that was team cheating, but they were good when they were cheating. Yeah. It's kind of obvious, but. So I don't think they could win another series, World Series, and they'd probably get rid of all the good players, like you said, a lot quicker, because right now they got all, rid of all the good players right now. Uh, but they get a lot, they get out of there a lot quicker. And yeah, they'd probably just try to go for some young guys, try again. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and Brendan has one about uh, Chris Davis. And there's something about him that could have changed the Orioles. Yeah, so what if Chris Davis stayed good? Because if you don't know, Chris Davis, he was very good um, when he was young. But then he just he became the worst player in baseball. So what if he stayed good and helped that Orioles? What do you think, Patrick? Oh, man, that's... I mean, Chris Davis, if any of you guys don't know, he is a record holder for the most home runs in a single season by Baltimore Oriole. So his name will be in Orioles history for a long time until someone can break that record if anyone does. Uh, I would change my view on Chris Davis a lot. I love to rip Chris Davis. I know he was, like, involved in the environment uh, of, you know, Birdland and everything. So he was, like, good off the field, but... um, you know, he kind of fell off uh, towards, like, the back end of his career. If he stayed good, that would have really changed, you know, his flexibility and, you know, him being on the team. Of course, he's retired now. But, um, you know, that truly would have changed, you know, the outcome of the Orioles and would have changed my view on him. I mean, Chris Davis was bad. Uh, I only knew a bad Chris Davis. But, uh, you know, Chris Davis, if he was if he was good, that seriously could have done something for the Orioles and kind of renew, you know, the faith in Chris Davis. And I think Trey Mancini would probably still be in the outfield. Yeah, I mean, he probably would because Chris Davis, if he was good, he'd stay at first base. And, they, you know, if that would be really helpful for the Orioles, they could just build their entire team out, um, on Chris Davis because if he was good, he was, he was really good. And he could, he could definitely help them a lot and – you know, they had a pretty good team when he was playing, and they still had those guys with Chris Davis being good. They could be really good. Yeah, definitely. Um, so now we can talk about uh, Shohei Otani, who has just absolutely burst onto the scene this year, uh, pitching and hitting-wise. You know, what if Shohei got traded? I know the Angels are just not in a position to compete right now, but what if they were so desperate they had to trade Shohei Otani? I think, I think first and foremost, we got to think about who, who would be able to obtain Shohei. You know, not not like, you know, I think we have to discuss that. Who would be able to get their hands on Shohei Otani? I think, I think probably the Dodgers first of all. Yankees. Yankees. Uh, probably those teams would be all in. You know, the, the like the, the Dodgers can just get anyone they want. Like literally anybody they want. They will get like the Dodgers are just so aggressive, and so are the Yankees. They're like the Mariners. I maybe the Mariners make a push, 
if they really want to be aggressive with, you know, getting Shohei, and if they really wanted to compete, they could probably probably could have gotten him. Um, I don't know, Padres maybe. Uh, a lot of teams, a lot of teams could have gotten Shohei, but yeah, that would have changed. Like baseball, like, like Shohei is always front page news, and you know the Indian, the Angels be getting the publicity, so it, it would change the Angels and what they've been doing all year, and it would change, you know, another team's outcome or outlook for the playoffs. Yeah, wherever he went to, he could definitely make a push for them. If one team was struggling to stay in the playoffs, if they had Joey on them, they could easily get there because he hits nukes. Yep. He's got the most home runs in the league right now, so anyone had him. They uh, they probably do very well. Yeah, probably. There's a very good chance of that. Um, next up, uh, it's another Orioles one. What if the Orioles never traded anybody? That could change a lot of things. I mean, you look at it. Manny Machado, Jonathan Scope, Kevin Gosman, Darren O'Day. Like, those guys would still be on the team. This would be a lot of, a hell of a lot of different in Baltimore, you know, maybe even Adam Jones, if you wanted to count him, like, wasn't traded, but he was signed as a free agent by the DUX. Uh, like, this really could have changed, you know, our future, our outlook, you know, you know, kind of projecting for, you know, you know, the Orioles are, they said 2022 and 2018 was going to be the year. Yeah, it's not looking to be that way. Who knows? Like, the Orioles... If they didn't trade anybody, this would be just a, a lot different. A lot different than, you know, what what they are now. This, this truly would have changed and probably make the AL East a lot more competitive. Yeah, I mean, if they sell that team and, like, in this scenario, they, Chris Davis is good, this team could be... I they could, I could see them easily get in the playoffs and getting far in there because that team would be very good. I mean... Um, they definitely win the division with that team because Chris Davis being good and all those players that you listed, they're all amazing. And when they played, I remember like 2014, I think 2015. Yeah, well, they were actually 2014. They were actually good, and so they still had those guys. They could they could maybe push for the ring. Yeah, they very well could. Um, uh, Brandon, do you have any others on your list? I don't remember. Um, yes, another one is okay. what if Astro- Astros didn't get caught cheating? Ooh, this this could have changed some stuff. This this could have made things a lot yeah. different if the Astros were able to kind of sneak away with the sign stealing, trash can bangers, little scam. That they, like they probably still be cheating right now. They probably they'd have some draft picks. They would probably still be good, and or, you know they're they are good, but um, you know they they'd probably be even better, and they'd probably get to keep George Springer around and. You know, maybe like another guy or two. You know, a lot. There could be all this could be a lot different uh, for the Astros. You know, they could easily grab a hundred wins right out of the bag, like a hundred percent. No doubt that they could do it, and you know, it could change a lot of things for the AL West. Yeah, I mean, that, if they no one caught them, they'd probably be still doing it um, because it would work, and they'd probably. And they're already good right now, not cheating. At least we know they're not cheating. That's what we think. They could be still, but 
Price point, they they're they're good right now without cheating. If they are cheating, they they could be taking another another World Series. Because um, that team is it's so good. And with cheating, it makes them even better. Like you said, they probably still have George Springer because George Springer wouldn't want to get out of there. Um, so to have him on that team too, yeah, easily hundred wins and he's easily making the playoffs. Yeah, definitely, and probably in a very good spot to chase a ring down too. Uh, two, one more. We have one, one more to go. Uh, this, this could probably be the second biggest one or the third, depending on, you know, your point of view in baseball. What if in World Series game six, Blake Snell didn't get pulled by Kevin Cash? This, I feel like would send the World Series to game seven. I don't know about you, Brendan, but if Blake Snell didn't get pulled, he's probably going like six or seven innings, maybe even eight if the pitch count's good. The, I could definitely see the Tampa Bay Rays sending it to a Game 7, you know, trying to win it. But, you know, yeah, like, Blake's now getting pulled is not a great move. He's pitching such a good game. But, you know, this really would have changed the outcome of the World Series. Maybe the Rays would have had a shot of winning it. So, yeah, that's truly would have made things different. Yeah, I mean... Keep Blake Snell out there. The Rays could have snagged their first World Series win, because um, Blake Snell was their ace, and I don't know why they took him out. It was not a good move. Um, if they kept him out there, yeah, like you said, they could have made a push Game Seven. They could have gone there. Um, they could have like, gone the ring. I mean, definitely possible. They had the team. They could definitely do it. I feel like. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. There's an uh, excellent chance that they could have done it. Um, so that pretty much concludes our episode. Uh, that's, those are all our, uh, all our what ifs. Uh, if you like this and you want to see a part two, again, make sure to download it. Uh, I can see how many downloads there are. So the more downloads, we know that this is successful and, uh, we can like try and do this again. So yeah, this was a lot of fun and it, a lot of these things could have changed baseball. So very interesting episode. Anything else to say, Brendan or input, you know, before we head out? No, I think that's it. Yeah, that's perhaps pretty much your episode. Um, and uh, we would like to make a big announcement. We reached, uh, we hit 249 in the category of baseball on Apple Podcasts um, in the United States. So thank you so much to everyone uh, for the support. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, we thank you so much. I'm working so hard trying to try and get to that point, and we're we're very happy. To, to, you know, kind of be there. We're thrilled to be there. And, you know, we thank every single person who's listening on Apple Podcasts for the support and for helping us, you know, keep the flow going. You know, Brendan, anything you want to say to our to our fans in the U.S.? Yeah, thanks a lot. If um, if you're in the U.S. and you're not on, you don't use that podcast, uh, mm-hmm. maybe go there, help us out, and we can get higher than that. Because 249 is a good number. I mean, for all baseball podcasts in America, that's, that's pretty good. So, yeah, if you're not on Apple Podcasts right now, uh, it'd really help us if you go over there and download this on Apple Podcasts. That would help a lot. We could get higher next time. Yeah, definitely. We'd love to, you know, we'd love to keep going up and up the ladder. Um, it's okay if you don't listen on Apple Podcasts. You don't have to ship, but we shift. We would really appreciate it um, so we can get, you know, higher and higher on the ladder. Um, so, yeah, make sure to download if you want to see, you know, more stuff like this. Um, we completely came up with these on our own. So, uh, you know, yeah, this is this is a really good episode to make. It kind of makes you think a little bit 
Uh, and we promise that we'll get out the rookie episode next week. So stay tuned for that. And uh, yeah, thanks for getting us uh, some success and from the last 30 days. And uh, with that, we will see you next time. Thank you.